0: Welcome to Podcast Impact, where we interview and share stories of people who are making a difference in Morgan County. Our host is Ed Kamanowski, Executive Director of CFMC, and he's talking with people who have become philanthropic leaders and are working with others to improve their communities. Here's a chance to learn how you can make an impact, too.
1: All right, well, good afternoon. Uh, I am uh, very pleased to be sitting uh, across the table with Mr. Jason King, who is the Chief Operating Officer. Uh, there's a bunch of other letters after your name, Jason. That's what I, I don't know what those mean, so I'll just go with COO okay. of, of IU Health Morgan. Um, and uh, it's, it's nice to be able to have the conversation with you today. Obviously, we've been working together now for several years across multiple different grants, different programs. Uh, we view IU Health Morgan as a really strong partner, not only for CFMC, but you know, certainly for the Kendrick Foundation because our relationship with Kendrick. Um, I think not just you know, your level of expertise, that of your team, but you know we're, we're looking at really large societal, systemic issues that we talk about kind of in this fabric of preventative health care or public health or how, how do you make things better? and without partners like you in the community it's really really difficult to do that because you do bring a, a host of resources to the community that we normally wouldn't have so uh, I, I appreciate the time i appreciate everything that you all do and thanks for being here today no it's my pleasure yeah i mean I, they did kind of wall up the this side of the building and didn't let you escape technically so i mean you did kind of have to stay that's true yeah <laughs> so um wanted did kind of get started with uh, talking about some of the grants and some of the programs we have funded I think um, maybe this is, uh, I'll be, maybe I'm incorrect on this, but I think a lot of listeners, when they think about IU Health, they're like, oh, well, that's the hospital or that's the emergency room or my doctor's office is over there. But you do way, way more than that. Can you kind of talk about this really
0: broad vision of what? you, with the hospital, what you do here with your team? Sure. So, um, I am the chief operating officer, chief nursing officer for IU Health Morgan. And, um, I've actually been with IU Health for almost 19 years. I've been with IU Health Morgan for over seven of those. So it's been an incredible journey. I've been here before the transformation, um, into the facility that we are today. Um, I got to help lead through, um, a lot of the, the actual transformation of the building. And um, so that was really exciting. So, what we really wanted to do is, we wanted to focus primarily on healthcare because there's a lot of hospitals out there that focus more on acute care. Okay. What we want to do is really focus on the continuum of care across the timeline. So, you know, it can start at the primary care physician. You know, we have the IU Health Riley physicians here. So, it really can start at birth. And we want to take that journey with the community all the way through the really the life cycle. Gotcha. And so part of what we do is we focus on the physicians. We focus on we have an emergency department that is twenty four seven, three sixty five. Right. We have a wellness department. And our wellness department really that's where we have that greatest opportunity to connect with the community, really focusing on yeah, preventative care, things of that nature. So I really see them as a few different kind of buckets of work within themselves because we have our physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, diabetes care, medical nutrition therapy, um, the cardiac rehab, cardiac testing, etc. Um, the thing is, is that if you've had a life event and you need to get back up to your baseline, that's what they're there for because, you know, that's what, the physical therapists, occupational therapists are there to do, is to get you back up to that baseline. Right. Um, the other thing is that really we look at wellness. We're out in the schools. Um, we're trying to help educate people on uh, making right choices, understanding what does health and wellness really look like. Right. So that's what's most important for us and that's really how we're a lot different so we're not technically a hospital right we're a hospital outpatient department right and so we are based in the south central region which includes bloomington bedford paoli okay Um, but we're on the license of the academic health center meaning methodist university riley and saxony sure so we really are at a great spot we've got strength on either side of us. We have world-renowned physicians who come here. I mean, we have the really cream of the crop at IU Health here in Indiana. So um, we have access to all of that. So here we are in Martinsville, really community-based, but yet we have great access. And so those are the things, really, that we want to focus on. And so working with the Community Foundation of Morgan County has really been such an excellent partnership. So our vision for IU Health is, I'll go ahead and quote it to you, it says, yeah. we will lead the transformation of healthcare, healthcare through quality, innovation, and education, and make Indiana one of the healthiest states. Yeah. And that's really what we wanna do, understanding that out of the 50 states, Indiana comes in ranked at 41 overall. Right. right. So really, it's up to us to help move that dial. And so with IU Health Morgan based here in Martinsville, gives us a great opportunity to work with the community. Um, and working with the community foundation of Morgan County then and working with Kendrick Foundation right. allows all of our outreach, all of our that funding to be free right. to those people who want to participate. Right. Uh, one of the programs that is really desperately needed here in Morgan um, is that of uh, smoking cessation. Right. We have a program called Quit It. Right and what that is is it's a six-week class and really focuses on tobacco cessation we give out free weekly supplies of nicotine replacement therapy to every uh, weekly class that is attended right and again all of that is free understanding that we have smoking rates here in morgan county between 25 and 30 percent right even for pregnant women who are smoking is somewhere between 20 25 percent that's a big deal right and um, so we wanna be a part of that solution. How do we help people who are addicted to um, you know, tobacco products? But then also, how do we help prevent it? So we wanna get early in the school systems, et cetera. It's, yes, you know, you, you mentioned it earlier,
1: and I think, um, and, and I'm, I'm guilty of this, to, you know, when you think of, I only go to the doctor probably six weeks after I'm supposed to be there the first time, because uh, I've always put it off, um, and then, you know, when you drive by the building, you're, you just think, well, I don't need a service until you actually need it. And then when you need it, you're really grateful that it's here. So it's it's this tough spot of um, out of sight, out of mind. Uh, and then, uh, but then when it's here, you're really glad that it's here. And so I think this idea of uh, acute care, I, I take that as, it, please correct me, but it's, it's, you know, hey, something's broken and I need it right. fixed. Right. You know, whereas this? I don't know that everyone uh who lives in the county lives in the community thinks of iu morgan as this really true hey we're interested in prevention this idea of continuum of care we're not just this acute side of it you see the emergency room but we do a
0: whole lot more right yeah because we also have outpatient surgery right so we do endoscopy so we do a lot of screenings and you look at a lot of that type of prevention we have really a full-scale um, cancer services, so we do a lot of the infusions, we do radiation oncology, right. but we also look at prevention. So we do sc- the skin screenings and things of that nature. So right. it's really, it is, so if you look anymore, statistically speaking, there's not a lot that happens in an inpatient setting anymore. Right. People generally touch an inpatient unit about 3% in a total year. So basically, IU Health Morgan does 97% of what you know a traditional hospital could That's do well said. so you know for the most part what we want to do is be able to treat people and keep them in the community keep them close to home right and allow them to really go back home which is where real true healing takes yeah, place absolutely. and not introduce them to an inpatient setting unless it's absolutely necessary and again i touched on the strength that is just south of us at bloomington and then there's north of us at methodist university etc that can um, it's there if needed and you know we have the same the same platform across all so anytime any documentation or record keeping you know and it doesn't matter where you go and the whole state we cover from the very south end and paoli all the way up to fort wayne but we right. use the same medical you know electronic documentation system that allows us to to reach all the way across the state which yeah. is helpful it, it is it's it's um again, I think it's,
1: I have a unique opportunity to sit in the seat, you know, to be able to see, you know, visit with you and your team and other places. And there's just so much more that's happening behind the scenes. Uh, so I thank you for that. I mean, because it kind of gives, I would hope uh, people uh, grasp that, man, there's a lot that, that, that's going on right. here day to day. You know, you mentioned kind of the wellness and I, I do want to tackle that. But um, I think one of the questions that I get a lot um, about uh, medicine uh, or about uh, being in kind of in a hospital setting and you're really uniquely positioned to, to, to kind of weigh in on this but um, especially in your nursing role as medicine begins to be this less inpatient you know and more services out and healing at home you know since maybe last 10 years or since you kind of began your career how have you seen that involved and what is this idea of
0: wellness and healing. How has that changed? Yeah, so it used to be, you know, if you had open heart surgery, you were in the hospital for weeks at a time. Right. um, If you had a knee replacement even, you could be in the hospital for a week, and you know, anymore they do the surgeries and they send you home the same day. You may get an overnight stay, but you may go home that same day you have open heart surgery you're standing at your bedside that same day and it just kind of blows your mind to see where we're coming and a lot of times now we're really focused more on telemedicine we have something that we offer in the emergency department that um, allows people to connect if people have a history of say substance use they can connect with others who have had that problem in the past who can then connect with them and say, I understand what you're going through. And we use a lot of that through telemedicine. We have an in- intensive outpatient therapy that we do around substance use. So, um, you know, again, we've seen an evolution of things anymore. You can have full conversations, you can pick up your groceries, you can do all of these things just by using your phone. Right, absolutely. They have apps that do all of that. And so I've really watched, even in my, what I would still consider a pretty short career sure. of 19 years. Sure just night and day transformation and really when IU Health Morgan was going through all those changes we were really first ones to do it we kept right. our door, doors open and back in 2014 we made that announcement it was probably about 53 different hospitals across the country that had already closed their doors and so for us to be able to keep our doors open for the for this community has really been a huge success. Yeah. So it's amazing to watch that we've transformed and really we had to transform with the times right. and we had to continue to be relevant. Because if we didn't, I always say that we had to own the changes or be owned. Yeah. And that's what we had to do. We had to, to be able to do that. And then because we did that, we're able to still be here. Yeah, I think it's, it's. I was having lunch with
1: with someone today, and uh, they, they simply said... we were talking about a, a mutual friend, and I said, "Oh, absolutely, you know, I, I, let me connect you both via email." They hadn't you know, seen each other for a while, and so I pulled out my phone. Now, in years past, now as I sit here right on a paper tablet, I did everything on a paper note, and you know, I, and then so I've gotten to the habit now of of taking out the phone, sending myself an email, or doing something in the note, and so even someone self proclaimed is. I, I'm adapting to technology. Uh, there's things about it that I enjoy other th- aspects I don't. Um, but the reality is is that where we are today in 2020, which is hard to say, um, and where technology is going to take us in particular with medicine, you know people like me are just going to have to kind of get on the bus and be okay with the fact that you may come in for service and then you may have all your follow-up appointments by telemedicine right. and you're going to get a text from uh, a nurse. You know, someplace in Indianapolis saying, Hey, just checking in with you. You know, how's your, you know, this or that? What a different environment that's going to be just in like our lifetime professionally.
0: Right. So, yeah, it's amazing to watch the evolution and to be part of it because I really see IU Health Morgan is kind of on that cutting edge. It's hard to believe here in Martinsville, but it's absolutely true. Is that look for other hospital outpatient departments and there's probably very few. Yeah. So it's nice that. We're able to be here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, again. It, it's just,
1: you know, you you you, you and and everybody here. Um, you know, when you need the service, it's such a critical time of need. I mean, it's it's truly life and death, and so emotions are high. You know, people's anxieties are high, and and so how you navigate that, I think, takes a special skill and a special personality
0: to kind of do that every single day. Right. Absolutely. We have. We have an amazing team here again we have access to some of the greatest physicians we have uh, we can handle anything through our emergency department right and i know that reputation hasn't always been there but really we can we've got access to lifeline and you know if somebody's coming in has a heart attack stroke any of that things we can handle you know traumas and we can stabilize we'll wind up shipping them so can't keep them but right. again this is the place that you want to come for all of that. Again, we have, we have all the technology, the physicians, that, and then just an amazing team that we get to work with every single day.
1: Yeah, I well, it's it's something that it's, I enjoy. So it's it's again, you, again, it's it's interesting to talk about the change in medicine and just even the short amount of time from a from a community foundation and the programmatic side, how technology and medicine is just every time is list leaps and bounds and leaps and bounds. So um, we're gonna take a quick break. uh, And then uh, we'll come back uh, with Jason King, who's the chief operating officer and all kinds of fancy titles uh, right at right after the break.
2: Do you know where your charitable dollars actually go? Or have you ever asked if what you're giving to nonprofits is actually making a difference? Since the announcement of the war on poverty, the federal government has spent nearly $20 trillion and we still have more poverty. The Community Foundation of Morgan County doesn't believe this should be the case. We use private dollars to support nonprofit organizations whose mission is to lift people out of poverty, not just sustain them. We believe in philanthropy with a measurable impact. Your charitable dollars should be an investment in something or someone with the promise of a social return on your investment. We think differently about making an impact through giving. Please join us and learn how we can increase the impact of your philanthropic dollars. Visit philanthropywithimpact.org. That's philanthropywithimpact.org, where we match your gifts dollar for dollar.
1: Jason, thank you. Appreciate you for sticking around. Um, I want to circle back uh, to kind of how we we started the conversation, um, and you were kind enough to, Dennis Murphy is the CEO and president of, of, of IU Health uh, more globally, and, and I was at Indianapolis, I think it was the Indianapolis Chamber, and he stood in front of a room of 350 people and, and said, you know, IU Health is going to take Indiana from this ranking to this ranking, you know, you mentioned 41st, you know, I, I always say we're 48th in kind of public health funding and, and when you look at Morgan County where we are, we're certainly in the bottom half of Indiana counties for our overall health rankings. And the air kind of went out of the room a little bit and everybody said, is, is he for real? You know, what a, but if you don't set a goal to achieve that, you know, you're never gonna get that. And so how do you view the hospital's
0: role in public health and public wellness? So I think that for us we are very well positioned for that because we are smaller and we can adapt and we have some of the abilities to connect in with the community I love some of those some of those types of things so the another piece that that is very special about IU health Morgan is probably about seventy five to eighty percent of the people who work here live in this community right and to me that's important because they really care they care about the people who are coming in they care about the patients but then they also care about the community so we have a a few things that we've been working on in um, collaboration with um, with the community foundation of morgan county Um, and that's really around like the the health food pantry so we have really been blessed to partner with the bulldog blessings food pantry in monrovia Um, that starts on february 15th the idea is that We'll be able to serve uh, about 45 people in nine different households and um, really helping them understand what does health and wellness look like. We provide basic nutrition information. We help them learn how to read labels. Right. Because just because you see something on TV that says it's healthy, not necessarily um, once you get down to start reading it all because there's hidden sugars and, and things like that. Even in your sports drinks that you may think are safe, there's still you know, a lot of things in there that might not be totally safe. Um, but then we also provide different guidelines for disease specific concerns, focusing on this, particularly on diabetes, high blood pressure, et cetera. Um, and then really looking at providing healthy options through the food pantry um, things like natural peanut butter, whole wheat bread, um, right. fresh or frozen vegetables, etc. So really helping people understand what that wellness looks like and really helping people make better decisions. And, and that's where it really matters is is getting down to the individual and educating, educating them and helping them understand what healthy looks like. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. I, I would happen to obviously you get to work with the Kendrick Foundation pretty closely and, and was talking to Keely Wright, who's their executive director. And And this idea of you know behavior, and I always throw myself under any bus first, you know, uh, because it's pretty easy to do. Um, But I didn't start reading labels and understanding nutrition until I got to work with your team. So whether it was working with Missy or Gizla, producer, you know, Gizla because she's a nutritionist, you know, she starts. I'm like, oh my gosh, I do that. Oh my gosh, I do that. You know, after a while, you start feeling guilty. You're like, oh, I'm a really terrible person, Jason. (laughs) I eat, I eat awful, you know. And it was never kind of this, um, you know, oh, you know, you are a terrible person. It's, you know, how we have been taught to eat is based on a lot of different factors. It's how we were raised. so my mom and dad were both school teachers, and they'd, they'd worked all day, like a lot of families, and they get home, and it's something out of a can or something out of a box, right. which, no complaints, I still love Dinti Moore Beef Stew. I mean, I know it's loaded with soda, but it's good. Um, and, you know, and, and so as you kind of go through that that process in life, and um, but now, really because of some of the programming that we partner with you, Um, I read a label, and and I start to know what to look for, you know, things as silly as, and I'm I'm sure people are like, wow, thanks, Ed, you know, know, the first ingredient, what does that mean, and, you know, and how much much corn syrup is in everything that we eat, and corn syrup is sugar, and sugar turns into, you know, and and so um, there's all these things that I'm privileged to have access to because I get to work with your team, but I think Prior to that, I never would have known it, you know. And so, how do we take that information and share it with the community so that they can make really different choices? I mean, if you want to, you know, eat things, certainly it's everyone's right to to really kind of have the habits that they want. But you know, we also know that the more salt, you know, the more sugar that you consume, has negative impacts on your body. I mean, even if you're in really good shape, sometimes it's going to catch up, and. Oftentimes, when we we particularly go to the food pantries, we see a lot of the things that are donated are really enriched flour, um, a lot of corn syrup, uh, you know. And so, while it's filling and sustaining, you know, again, I I grew up that way, so it's not a complaint. But if you're diabetic or pre diabetic, that's the type of stuff that's going to push you down a path that you just didn't know. And so, this idea of working.
0: In a setting like that's critically important absolutely yeah and gizla is amazing is our nutritionist and you know she's a very down-to-earth type of person right and, and she i hope she doesn't mind me saying this but she even says you know i'm a nutritionist who eats pizza right <laughs> she understands what, <laughs> right. That he, yeah that there's good food I yeah mean, so yeah but yet she teaches people that I, i'm She's done other things like going to Kroger and um, helping and getting a group there and then leading them through doing grocery tours and helping them be able to select the right foods on a budget even and and so that's you can still make good choices and even you know there are tricks even if you have canned foods of what you can do to help eat the processed foods and make it as healthy as possible. Yeah it's um since we're talking I'll I'll, I'll tease Giza just
1: one more time you know she's not here to defend herself. That's You know um, and we were talking about plant-based diet and so she and I she's been really kind of mentoring me on on that whole thing and And so I went to Kroger here in town. And of course, I go buy all this plant-based, you know, and, and, you know, so I'm going through and I'm waiting for the lady at the checkout line. She's putting everything through. And I know a comment's coming because it's all crazy healthy stuff, you know, and what I really want is Doritos, you know, and soda and everything else. And uh, she says, do you really eat all this? And I laughed. I said, I don't want to. However, when I eat it. I now feel better, so I kinda do every other day where I try to eat as much plant-based as possible. Alternate days, I'm gonna have a hot dog, I have pizza, nothing's gonna, I'm still gonna eat the things. I'm still gonna go to Charlie's and have a Coney dog. It's just not gonna change, you know? Um, But now that I understand that when you implement more of these things that are really good for your body, your body responds in a favorable way. And so after having that conversation with her, I kid you not, you know, because now you have to shop a little more often. You have to kind of watch what you're buying, you know, to stay within budget. And the next two checkout lines, we had this dialogue for about five minutes of everyone saying, well, how do you feel? What, How does it make you, what are you buying? And then, you know, so it was, it's amazing how hungry, no pun intended, people are for this information right. because we all want to have this higher quality of life and wellness. And it it, it shocked me to have that
0: conversation in the checkout line at Groger. Right. Yeah. So, it, it's... Part of what we believe in you know you i've said it all the time that we'll reach one person here in morgan county at yeah. a time if
1: we need to yeah
0: and I, we believe in our mission that much
1: yeah and i just it's um so i i we're going to run out of time and i, and I knew we would uh, but i did want to touch on this idea of this really cool partnership we're, we're doing with you and, and we're grateful for it tremendously grateful uh, the idea of the health bus and being able to take services whether it's a nurse practitioner a nurse or a doctor uh, out to food pantries, you know, partnering with Hoosier Harvest Church. Um, can you talk a little bit about the health bus, and then um, what either the, the like the parish nurse model and, and kind of some of that? Right.
0: So the idea is that we have this health bus, and it's a really cool, really large bus. Basically, it's a traveling physician clinic on right. wheels, and it really is. It's we actually have basically two rooms set up that we can see. Uh, potential patients or clients, or however you want to call it, but the idea is to travel to the different communities where, where people can't necessarily get out or can't afford to go get basic healthcare needs. Right. So, really, the idea is meeting people where they are. So, we are partnering with a, with a Hoosier Harvest first. Yeah. So, kind of doing a pilot unit, trying to figure out what this is really going to look like. So, the idea is that you know we travel and, and do like a day a month and really help people understand where to meet the bus right so then we provide those free screenings and then um, the idea behind it is to develop that partnership with somebody in the church you've mentioned like parish nursing right it doesn't have to be a nurse but it has to be somebody who is dedicated to the position so the idea is that that person then has that relationship in the community so IU Health comes in we do the screenings And then what does that look like afterwards? So that parish nurse who lives in that community can kind of be that touch point, who can be that liaison back to IU Health. So again, the idea is to serve those who can't afford those services. Um, We don't do treatments like stitches or procedures or anything like that, but these are basically Screenings, um, We'll evaluate for acute chronic needs. Uh, we can write you know, the prescriptions, develop treatment programs, coordinate care, et cetera. So again, it's really about getting out into the community and, like I said, meeting people where they live. I think that's how we really move the dial yeah. on healthcare, And it just has to be one community at a time because this is something that we are doing here at Morgan County, but then is really potentially spread throughout the state. So I kind of see us as a pilot even for all of IU Health, right? Um, and I think that's really the vision, and I think that's how we do it. You know, there's, what, 92 counties in Indiana? Right. Right. So the idea is that we're gonna do our absolute best here in Morgan County, and then you just go county by county by county, and then next thing you know, we're moving the Dow. We're no longer in 41st, right. because really, we're in the 40s for a lot of things here in Indiana. Um, so you know i think it's just one step at a time it's reaching one person at a time but it really is all about our values our values are purpose excellence compassion and team yeah and really it is it's that compassion for where we live i live right here in martinsville right i'm literally minutes away right so this is my community too right i really care you know about what happens here and i think i think it makes a difference yeah
1: it's um you know we've always talked about you know how do you Um, how to eat the elephant it's it's you know it's kind of one bite at a time and but when you kind of take that off the wall and really examine it it really is true it's these are really important steps but these are very single steps to move towards uh, you know one person at a time this is a long process I mean again just myself I mean again in the last year 18 months just working with your team my understanding of of health, my own personal health, what wellness really means, what's possible, um, what in, in what I'm willing to do, not willing to do, and what that kind of cause and effect is, and at this community foundation, there's two points of contact. We feel like one is the schools, which are tremendous partners for us, and the other is our churches. And so it's really cool to have you know Hoosier Harvest as a pilot uh, to kind of start this conversation. And, and I grew up. Uh, well off of Wilbur Road out in the country and um, and I've said that you know there's there's people I grew up with uh, out there that just don't make it in town very often and that taking services out to them whether it's to a small church or, or to a food pantry when services are being provided that way we can start this conversation about wellness and 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 really it's a trust in environment you know sometimes again, speaking for myself you walk into the hospital it's a bit of a freak out you know you're here and you don't right. know what's going on especially exactly. if you're sick it can be overwhelming there's a lot of things going on but if I knew that I could step on a bus or I could talk to someone at my church and say hey um, what do you think about or how do I get a referral to it begins to change this dialogue and make all these really big
0: heavy serious conversations very easy to to, to reach right no, yeah, and truly, what you're saying is that really is the crux of it. It really is about the relationship. Yeah. It's about relationship building. It's about developing that trust, and and that's what we're here for. And, and we want that. You know, we're here. We are a business, but at the same time, what we what matters most to us are the people. Yeah, that's really what matters. And so, for us, it's it's extremely important. We believe in the mission and being here for this community? Yeah, well,
1: um, ran out of time. Uh, I really appreciate it very much. I, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's fun to work with you and your team. Um, on behalf of the community, thank you for thinking outside the box, you know, and creating these types of things. And and thank you for having the conversation today to share with a lot of things that are happening here that when we drive past the building, we, we don't know what's going on. So uh, thank you, Jason. I really appreciate it. And and thank you to your entire team. It's my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation to join you. All right. Thanks, Jason. All right.
0: Thanks for listening to Podcast Impact, where people just like you are creating change in Morgan County. Visit cfmconline.org today to learn more about how to get involved and see the impact you can make.